0: Hey guys, and welcome to episode eight of the Atlas podcast. Today I'm here with Victoria Schmidt and we're gonna go over a little bit of the Olympia and a few questions you guys asked us. So how was your Olympia week? Is this the second Olympia that you've been to now?
1: Second Olympia. I went last year in Vegas and this year in Orlando.
0: Orlando or Vegas better?
1: Honestly, I think I prefer Vegas. Yeah. I find it's more prestigious. Yeah. Yeah, it's nicer, there's more activities, everything is closed, you don't need to take a taxi, to go out there, more people. More crowded. The stadium was crazy
0: last year too. Yeah, I really this stage, this final stage, better at the Orla- Orlando just like stage itself. Because last year I feel in Vegas, the final stage was there was like so oh, much. No, but it was no, but actual stage, not the venue. Yeah, yeah. there was so much was waves and weird video in the background of the stage and the finals, and it was terrible. Like it should have just here was very clean, black. You know what I'm saying? It was just a lot better, and you could see the athletes better. And I didn't really like the lighting at the finals last year, also. Um, I don't like the
1: lighting this year. The, the lighting this year at the, like the finals, too, wasn't that pictures. good. It
0: was making everyone softer, too. I wish they would have a prejudging lighting, but on the finals stage, I don't get like it in the expo. It's the pain in the ass. It's walk through all the way to the end, and then there's a small little section. And if you're a VIP, you have to walk through 70 people trying to block the engine. It's just like it's an event. I agree. It should yeah, be in a
1: different room than the expo.
0: It should be in the same theater the whole time. I think it would be a lot better.
1: Yeah. I know That's they're
0: trying it. to attract people to the expo, but it's it's Not a pain. Not just
1: that. like, uh, Let's say like us, we had the the gold package. Let's say like, the gold package and the silver packages don't even have seats for the prejudging, which is...
0: You do. the Only only the gold and silver allowed in there. Can
1: sit. But you don't have your... Yeah, a uh, like, signed like, seat. You don't have a signed yeah. seat. It that would be sips. a
0: lot better. But I
1: think so, too. It's a pain. Yeah.
0: But I think it's a little bit better, too. I do feel it's a little bit more prestigious. Plus... Every Olympia I've ever been in Orlando, I just had a bad experience. Oh, yeah? Because, yeah? just the people I was around and just, but this is the first time I actually really enjoyed this Olympia. I only had uh, two athletes at the show, and that's because last year we had 11 qualified and 10 that competed. This year, five of my athletes didn't compete.
1: Yeah, less girls went to qualify this year
0: too. Yeah, so it was a much shorter season. Last season, it was 13 months. And this season, I think there was nine months to qualify or something, something like nine or 10. So last year I had Sinez, Danny, Lucia, Gabriella Laura, India, Madiev, Allison Esther, and Alessia that came to Olympia with me and uh, Giselle. Giselle, I stopped coaching after Olympia. I told her I didn't want to coach. I didn't want to coach her anymore and that she should find another coach. And she did. And she did good. She came last year. We, she came sixth with me at our first Olympia and this year she came fifth. So she looked definitely a little bit better. Sinez, had didn't coach again this year. She went a different route. We're still really good friends, but she didn't qualify this year. Danny Phelps didn't compete this year. Lucia competed one time and came fifth and then didn't do another show. Gabriella didn't compete this year. Laura Ziv being coached her this year and she, she had a rough season. She had three shows and she was in the last call out all three shows. So I don't know what happened with that. India did two shows, became second and then she did a campaign, came third or fourth, I think. She she could have qualified, but she wanted to just take the year off and improve at some point. Yeah. Maria did compete this year. She's going to compete next year. Allison didn't compete this year esther a top coacher and alessia uh, i didn't coach anymore so those five of my girls i didn't compete this year and we also had the thing is i don't want to just throw girls on the Olympic stage for nothing right there's some people that they want just as many olympian athletes as they can they'll make girls do 20 shows i'm not for example india right i could have made her qualify this year one thousand percent but she's why am i going to go there just to come yeah whatever second third call out not even maybe top 15 what's the point yeah. you know what i mean yeah so she's i want to improve i want to have more balance on my on my physique and come back next year better same with maxine so maxine came third in toronto at our first pro show together then second to ashley k in vancouver where she could have won and she's you know what i want my olympia debut to be something special and something where i'm having an insane physique so her too we could have qualified i could have pushed her to do another show she would have won but she's i'm gonna get my breast implants and I'm gonna gain the muscle that I need because she's five seven, five eight, like one twenty one. She's small, yeah. But even Atila and Tyler they said her physique is incredible, and we know her physique is incredible, right? She almost beat Ashley in Vancouver. She could have, but Ashley was better. But she had she's the next. She could be the next big star. So she could qualify too. And but I didn't push it. Let's just go into off season and improve. And I don't, you know, I'm not gonna push athletes to keep competing and doing tons of shows if I know that they're not gonna be top Olympia yet and they could be a lot better, right? So. Some people like that, I don't really care about the numbers. I've always been a quality type of thing. And even though we do have big numbers we do make the most pros, it's still a quality. That's my number one concern. I'm not going to be pushing athletes to do 10, 20 or 10, 12, 14 shows to try to qualify. No, I, just, you know, they, just to qualify just so I could have, okay, I have another. Last year we had 11 qualified, but no one did more than two or three shows. No one, you know, no one. Maybe Gabby did four, I think, but that's it. Yeah, Esther sure did a few. Yeah. yeah. But she, yeah, she won on points. So she, we were second place. How many times? Yeah. 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 So that's that. I had a lot of fun this week at the Olympia show. The most chill Olympia I've ever had. I had two girls. It was fun. We had uh, Victoria there. Gabby was there. Luca was there. And, uh. Yeah, i don't know it was good man that line going into finals was crazy. i don't even know man I,
1: thousands of people
0: literally it oh, was yeah. thousands of people in the line of the general line yeah. it's like wrapping it was literally
1: more than a kilometer like it was a,
0: one or two kilometers long yeah. this, da- this damn line i yeah, couldn't yeah, yeah. believe it i was like are these people gonna make it in it was seven thirty, and they're still in line with like two thousand people I'm like, I, I don't know i don't know at least they must they must have been a killing at the olympia which i'm happy for them and it just shows that bodybuilding is strong when it's obviously growing. I've never seen something that like before.
1: Yeah. What did you think of the results?
0: Of uh, what, the bikini or the bodybuilding, everything? Yeah. Um I, I don't know. Like for bodybuilding, I had I had Hattie Tupon winning, I think. I yeah? did. Yeah, I think so. I, I know Derek wants from the back back old bicep. He always has the best back, and his side shots are good too. But Hattie didn't do anything wrong. And he just had a full round, he had everything, he had no gaps at all. Derek Lunsford has a weird chest when he does a most of my He doesn't really have like an avid thigh shot. There's some gaps here and there. He has no gaps. I would have picked Hattie, I, I think, but I'm not mad that Derek won the bodybuilding really open. Samson for me was a clear third. He's big, but he wasn't in condition. Better at the Arnold for sure. Yeah. Um, and will he ever be Mr. Olympia? Maybe, but he's, I think the conditioning is far from being close to Derek conditioning. Or Hattie. Far.
1: Hattie is the old Street. Yeah, yeah, but his chest. like. Samson, yeah, were yeah. Crazy.
0: Samson is huge and he's dense, but there's a huge gap in conditioning between like him and Hattie and Derek, and that's going to be tough for him. To some guys, just can't get that crispy. Like look I'm at sure like, look at say. like um, a Brandon Curry. He's never been die shredded glutes. He just can't get it. It's impossible. You think
1: it's like the color of his skin?
0: Yeah, like black guys sometimes have skin? a really hard time getting. There's just that crispy, dry because look a lot of time skin. Yeah, especially in their like, lower body. Just... Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just hard It
0: happens for day. also females too sometimes too. At least bikini, you don't have to be super shredded. So it's not as difficult. But yeah, as far as bikini, yeah, I'm thrilled that Isa came top five. That was our goal this year and we definitely revived her. And she was ninth last year. Obviously really disappointing because she had won the Olympia before. But the fact that we were able to get her back into the top five is something. She's back in with Jen, Laura Lee, Ashley, and Maureen. That's She's in top of the world. She's top five in the world. It's incredible. So. She was really down when she came to me and she didn't know what to do because she was placing worse every year for three years. And she had won and she played sixth, fifth, ninth, and she was going down worse. And at her last Olympia, she was told that that was her worst back shot ever in her entire career. So she was, you know, what do I do? And I brought her on my team last February and we've been working. Obviously, Texas, we came second, which sucked. Um, but we, I learned a lot from every show we do with athletes. It was our first show together. A lot of things I didn't know. They didn't want her chest to the front. I didn't know that. She knew that, but I didn't know. And I was never told this information. She was a little bit too lean, but we don't, I went into this before. Then we won Clash a couple weeks, one week later. And then we improved for this show too. I think this was her best look ever, in my opinion. I think a lot of people would think that too. I think I nailed everything. Her conditioning was perfect. I've talked to a couple judges here and there, but I'm not really, I didn't talk to Tyler and Sandy specifically. So that's who I want to talk to really be accurate with what I'm going to change. I'm not going to make a random call based on. Well, I think, your let opinion. me hear from Sandy and Tyler and then we'll make a plan. I'm going to take a couple of days. I send her a reverse diet. I told her what to do. But I'm, for training differences and stuff like that too, just wait. Let's yeah. assess. So what I've heard was that she's a little bit too lean in the quads and the hamstrings, but they want more glute tie-in, which is not possible to do in a conditioning. I can't choose. You can't have your hamstrings less lean, but have better glute tie-ins. It doesn't, you can't control where your body leans down. Yeah. So the only thing you can do is really build more there's a one spot in her glute, right under her glute, where she can have a little bit more density. The part that really connects into the hamstrings. Mm-hmm. And that's just going to have to, she's going to have to really get that part of the massage. thighs? No, it's not. It's not her adductors. It's her low. I'm going to show you guys in this video. It's right under her glute. It's not like her glute at maximus. It is, but it's right under it. There's a flat area. And she says she's been trying to grow that part for four years. But I'm listen, there's not. We can do the best we can, but. I can't control that your quads are lean and your hamstrings are lean, but your glute tines need to be leaner. It does. that's not like re- reality of that's something. That's a couple things what I heard from her. No other judge told me that she needed to have better glute tines. They just told me her hamstrings are a little bit too lean, but that's just something I could easily fix. So I'm going to talk to them directly to see. But if that is, then I'm going to be. We need to change your foot back a little bit more to 45 degrees and not really fully profile because I'm I can hide her glute better if your yeah. foot's if your foot is sideways. I can't really hide the glute, you know what I mean? And I can see her glute yeah. is big from the front, which is funny because it's never been a thing. Oh, Issa's glutes are too big. <laughs> That's funny. And she said apparently that they said that her glutes were a bit too big in the back post too, which I don't agree with because I think that she still had a little bit more density, but I don't know. I'm going to talk to Tyler and Sandy and get the full story, and then I'm going to...
1: She definitely did her own work because her last feedback was that she needed more glutes, right?
0: Yeah, I mean... We... And now that she has There's too glute. much... Which is something that would be so funny. Issa has too much glutes. I was laughing. I was like, I guess we accomplished something. So I would have had her in fourth. I think that's the big consensus. I think I would have had Loralee in sixth or seventh place. Because if you look at the top, if you look at Jen, Maureen, Ashley, Loralee, Issa, and Amy. All five of those are very consistent. But Loralee is a lot softer and a lot bigger than all of them. Right? So those kind of the top three. And then Loralee is very different. And then Issa and Amy are very similar. And I think if you put them more together... that's what I read a lot on Reddit too. Everyone had he like, sent fourth and I looked at the scorecards. So there was 11 judges, I believe Bill told me. Yeah, those 11 judges he said. And so I looked at the scorecards and Loralee had a score of 22, which means that, and Jen had five. So they take the top three and the lowest three scores off, which gives the middle five. And what that means is that five judges, so five judges had Loralee not in fourth place. So five out of six judges had Loralee not in fourth place. I don't know. Because they take the, the top, the bottom three off, which is higher than fourth place, would be less than that. And then they would keep the two. So the two that didn't would go into a score of 22. It's, anyways, it's what it is. So five judges didn't have her in fourth place. I think if, so what happened was they called out eight girls and then they called and then Sandy took three of them away. Sandy took Ashley, Jen, and Maureen away, and then there were seven girls. And Sandy put Lorelly in the middle of the seven. Yeah. So it kind of tells the judges this is my fourth place finisher, and that's what I think affected it. I feel if there was eight girls and Issa and Lorelly were side by side, it would have been a little bit different. I think Issa would have been fourth. That, that's what I think. What? That's what I think would have happened. But maybe not. But that's what I think.
1: It's possible. It
0: definitely would have been a bigger possibility for her to be in fourth place.
1: Maybe they got influenced by the seven places. Well,
0: yeah, that's like you have seven girls and one's in the middle. That's yeah. the first place, right? So it's the first place of that lineup. Plus at the finals, Loralee in fourth because she called out four girls. That's, that's her decision, true. right? Yeah, so I think that that could have made a little bit of a difference. But listen, it's fourth, fifth, whatever. It's fantastic. You at know? least
1: she's top five. Yeah,
0: that's what's called. she's. Like, I'll be happy if I'm top five. I agree. I didn't have any expectations for the show. Listen, I'm going to bring you in your best. And whatever judges decide, to decide. But if she won this show... I don't think anyone would have said anything or disagreed. I haven't seen one negative feedback or comment saying that Issa didn't look incredible. Every nice. single person I've commented on anonymous accounts said Issa looked incredible. I think it was her best ever. And if she had won this Olympia, I don't think anyone would be upset or even question it. Cause she does look, she fits the criteria. I thought her condition was really good. Maybe she'd be a little bit softer when it talks to the judges, I'll see, and I just she, we nailed it. When I agree. If she would have won or came second or third or no one would have been wow, that's weird. It doesn't make sense. Everyone be like, yeah, she looks incredible. she yeah, makes sense. So I agree with that. That really makes me happy as a coach. That's all I can do as a coach. I don't how to judge. I can't control any of that. My role as a coach is just to bring matthewson at their best, and judges make the decisions on. That's
1: you know. what you did. She was definitely her best.
0: Yeah, when she walked out, I saw her pose, and that's when I finally relaxed. I was like, okay. I did a good job. Of no matter what happens, her physique is incredible and whatever she places i know i did a good job and i can't be mad so and she was happy. yeah and if the like, an athlete walks out and they feel oh, fuck, they're a little bit too lean or oh man that could have been softer or you're oh, shit i fucked it up but when she walked out and i saw her physique i was okay i'm calm now i wasn't calm but i was i'm calmer
1: because i knew with it
0: yeah i was happy with what we did could we have made her a bit softer yeah easily but would it have been the same wow factor or would have tried have been too soft i don't know it's at this level, it's a game of increments, right? It's always a little bit there, a little bit there. It's really deep. It's literally, gonna be, I could have literally fed her. I could have given her 300 ml more of water and it could have changed her conditioning and maybe she would have been perfectly or I could have been given 300 mLs of water more and she could have been too soft. That's literally what it is at this level. It's the smallest increments are gonna be changing things and it's whoever peaks the best, I guess. Yeah. So, but I think she's gonna do the Arnold. I don't know, it depends. If the feedback is you don't need to grow anywhere, then I think we should do the Arnold. If the feedback is you need to grow somewhere, then I think we should take time off. But if they're saying her glutes are too big and she doesn't need to grow, then we can do the Arnold. I mean, when she's- When is the Arnold? 15 weeks or something. Oh, yeah. But she's going on vacation for four weeks now. But without, well, have to, well should we, I get a lean quickly, but if we shouldn't have to grow really anywhere and we just need to be a little bit softer what does easy need to do to win the olympia that's yeah. all i want to know how do I, I listen to the feedback out of texas i listen to the feedback after the clash and i listen to the feedback, and we're moving up better every single time that's my job as a coach and just to guide her and yeah i'm happy i'm very happy with the result I'm not upset at the placement at all obviously i would have had a fourth i would have amy fifth i would have lowerly probably in the seventh or eighth position i think that would have been i think if that happened to me, no one really said anything because you can see the difference in their yeah physiques. yeah by the time this comes out, I would have already done my recap video and stuff too about what I thought about everything, but yeah. Jen won, I had, after looking at the pictures of everything online, Jen definitely won the front post guaranteed, front pose guaranteed. I do think Maureen won the back pose because just the symmetry and I'll show pictures you guys have already seen if you watch my recap video. Jen's back pose is very wide and she sits on her her right, right hip and then her glutes are not fully in the middle and if they want symmetry and they want balance there's not balance in the back pose
1: she sits on her right hip mm-hmm. and bends her left knee which and it creates... doesn't
0: round out the glutes too it makes it a triangle shape yeah. so if it's a balance from top to bottom maureen has flawless balance in the back pose and jen doesn't based on the posing yeah so she's still one with a flawless score i had maureen winning after Pijing just based on what i what i saw but maureen's town is a little bit too dark i think i don't think it helped her oh, but yeah? Yeah, I'm not obviously upset that Jen uh-huh. won the Olympia. She's incredible. Her front pose was the best by far. She just everyone in the front pose. It wasn't even close. And her posing's great. Her stage presence is amazing. She's great. a great ambassador for the sport. So when she won, I was just as happy. I just I have no bias between Maureen or Jen winning. I just thought it's an opinionated sport. I thought Maureen had it in the morning, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's we'll what. We'll see it is. what they say. Yeah, we'll see what this says. But once again, it's increments to that level. It does. Yeah. I thought Ashley looked really good. I think she nailed it. Um,
1: Ashley is very consistent.
0: Yeah, she that's that's her that's her game. Like, she's like Dexter Jackson. Like, yeah. she always looks exactly the same. And if girls are off, she's beating them. That's it. 100%. And if girls are on, then...
1: She's a little robot. Just like... Yeah, she
0: looks the same all the time. Maybe, like, a little bit differences here and there. But she's off. She, if Floral is off, Ashley beats her. If Floral is yeah. on, Ashley loses her. Yeah. So for Ashley to win the Olympia, everyone's going to be a little bit off and she'll win. But everyone's going to be a little bit off.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
0: As far as Loralee's shape, I think Loralee's her biggest enemy. Well, is she Laura Lee, Laura Lee, Yeah. she's her biggest enemy. Bug. As far as, she needs to beat herself. She doesn't have to beat other girls. Yeah. Loralee has the best physique on the stage. Yeah. Loralee has beaten all these girls multiple times. But it all depends on, it doesn't, literally, it does not matter how all the other girls look. She just has to come in at her best and she wins. She's shown that every time. She's beaten everyone. When we came top two at Olympia, the closest she ever got to win the Olympia was when she was with me. 2021, and she was one point away from Jen. I was close to her to Olympia. Was her was that her best physique ever? I wouldn't say so. I thought her best physique ever was when she won the Arnold, and then Pittsburgh were her two best. But she just has to come in at her best, and she wins. It does not matter how the other girls look, which is great because she has the best genetics. But she needs to get her mind straight. And at the Olympia, always something. Everyone knows something always happens at the Olympia where she just doesn't bring the same package she always does. And she's she wins the Arnold, wins Pittsburgh, wins New York. Fifth place Olympia, went into the Arnold. Fourth place Olympia, she literally beating everyone, and then she goes to the Olympia and just changes the look completely. Last year she came in way too shredded; it made no sense. Like yeah. she was, she was a hundred. So when Laura Lee came top to Olympia with me, she was about one twenty nine point eight, one thirty on stage. Then when she went to Arnold, she was around one thirty point six ish, and the same for Pittsburgh and the same for the, the Arnold again, and. So she's, her winning physique is around 129.8 to 130.6. That's where she strives and that's her best looks. And then at the Olympia last year, looked to me, she was 125, 124, around there, which was a big difference. And this year at the Olympia, she was 136 on stage. So Tyler made a video and he said her best physique ever was Pittsburgh, Arnold, right? She was around 130. And then at this show, she comes in six pounds heavier. I, so it's, she was saying that she, she listened to the feedback and stuff too, but it's just you won arnold pittsburgh arnold at, this at exactly this small weight right yeah. and then you're going to come to olympia six pounds heavier I, I don't understand the the mindset yes you want to be a little bit fuller but her body fat it was a body it's not everyone's saying it's, it's a she's too much muscle stuff too it's a body fat issue when she's a little bit higher in body fat she looks huge and i like
1: think she, that she had, her glutes are too big
0: they they are big but when her body fat's a little bit higher it looks massive and the second she walked out you could see her back push was her glutes were the size of Jen's and Maureen's glutes combined, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know why they they did that, but she knows that she has the best genetics and she has the best physique. She just needs to come in her best. And once um, and she's able to beat herself and she's able to control her physique and herself, then she's going to win the Olympia. It does not matter who shows up. She just has to come in at her best and that's all she has to do. And a lot of girls can be at their all-time best. A lot of the girls not in the top 10 were at their all-time best. But they're not going to win the Olympia because their best isn't as good as, let's say, Jen, Maureen, Issa, Ashley is 95%. It doesn't matter. But Lorelee at 100% beats everyone at their best. Yeah. So she just has the genetics. So hopefully she can. Yeah. She like, just has to get it together for the Olympia. Like, you can win 100 Arnolds, but you still want the damn Olympia. That's what people care about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So.
1: Like we were talking last uh, podcast, all about genetics.
0: Well, a lot of it at the top level. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes she it's just like, best. Yeah, she's a, it's all about genetics, but you need someone, you need a coach to be able to. This nice. is not this is not about Laura Lee. Coach is great, but I'm talking about other girls, they have great genetics, but they don't have someone to put it together. And that's I see that a lot. We're going such good genetics, and it's not even a pro. And you're just like, fuck, if I could just fix you, you'd be good. Talking about genetics, the girl Ariana, that came seventh. Oh my god, I wish I could coach this girl. Like, I saw her clash after Issa beat her and I was like, You're gonna be top 10 Olympia this year, next year, guaranteed. She has a perfect structure in her front pose, perfect back pose, roundness, full, everything, but she just never comes in condition enough. And I think she did four shows this year, including the Olympia, and she still hasn't been crispy, perfectly, she hasn't been perfectly full and lean at the same time. And if that's a, that's a star in the making, that's the next, she could win the Olympia, this girl. She has perfect genetics, good beauty. She's beautiful. She has great posing. She has a perfect structure. She could be the next, came seven at her, at her Olympia debut. That's yeah, ridiculous, that's that is ridiculous. Crazy. But I knew, cause I saw her on this girl, I saw her at Tampa, I think she came top two. Then she did another show and she won it. And then she did clash came second to Isa. And then this Olympia, was, she has everything. She has the whole package. I just and that's, if there was who would you rather who? What person would you want to coach at Olympia? Even top girls. This girl, I would say her because she has she has it. I just you know she just needs a little bit more fine tuning to really be an all star. This girl should go win the Olympia. She's a perfect bikini bikini structure.
1: Yeah, she surprised me. She's awesome
0: yeah i wasn't surprised i saw it before i was even when she went on stage against isang pascha i was like this girl's okay. good man I was, this is not a noob this is a good bikini athlete i was very impressed yeah so uh let's get into a couple of the questions that you guys had for me so first one is tips to maximize your offseason i'll start quickly i think it's just Nailing the reverse diet is the first thing to do. That's how you maximize your off season. If starting on a good note. I'm a parrot, I've said this so many times. You got a reverse diet after a show. If you do a show and you don't reverse diet, you stop your cardio, stop your training, stop your PDs, and you gain 30 pounds, you start off on a really bad note and it's really hard to get back into in the off season, even to be motivated. If you nail your reverse and you start on a good note, going through the off season, your off is gonna be a lot better. I would say also the tip to maximize the off season is stay accountable to a coach. 95% of the athletes that don't do an off season with me and come back later on look the same or worse as when we started. The ones that make the most progress for me and turn pro qualified Olympia are the ones that do an off season with me and progress with me all year. Cause if you stay accountable yeah. to your coach, you're gonna be making incremental progress towards your goal. But if you do it on your own, it's very hard to be objective and you know, okay, I need more food now. Okay, I need to be leaner. Okay. And to, even to know the things that you need to do to get better, it's very hard to do on your own. And I almost never see anyone come back and they look better. I think over, over 95%. Definitely stay accountable to a coach and make sure that you have someone guiding you and telling you what to do in the offseason. I think that's the best way. What do you think?
1: No, I think it's true. The reverse is key because that's the only way you're going to be able to bring your metabolism to a healthy point and be able hormones. To, yeah, your hormones too, and bring your, your calories higher. The goal is always to be able to eat more without getting excess body fat, right? So if you have a binge episode after your show and you start gaining a lot of body fat, it's really hard to bring your maintenance calories at a higher level because you're probably going to need to lower your calories a little bit to bring your body fat at a decent level. So the best way would definitely to be to stick to your rivers, bring your calories high without gaining too much body fat and just slightly bring your calories up. There's a lot of girls that
0: yeah, but you need someone to tell you to do this if you're just... Oh,
1: no. Yeah, yeah, obviously. You can do this on your own. I think having a coach throughout your whole career as a bodybuilder, as a bikini competitor, is essential. If you don't have the eye or you don't even know what you need to improve yourself in the mirror. It's completely different than having a coach.
0: You can have a good idea, but
1: yeah, to be objective yeah.
0: with your own physique is very tough.
1: No one is going to be in their off-season, oh, I need to cut out my cheek now. Yeah, it's hard to be
0: objective with your own physique, you know
1: it is it really is and having the eye of a specialist a coach is the best thing you can do for yourself and for your, your own progression so yeah i agree with you the reverse is the key key to start a good off season and a good prep too because if you fuck your reverse it's going to be so hard and you're probably going to gain a lot of fat a lot of weight and it's going to be harder for you to lower down when once you're going to start back yeah prep so Reverse is everything. Staying on top of your coaching is very, very important. And doing your
0: posing, too, in the off-season is important. Oh, if you yeah. Just, if you do a prep and you do posing for 12 weeks and then you go into a 30-week off-season and then you forget everything, you got to restart. You need to be making incremental progress. Fuck, my microphone's over here. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know if I'm going to cut that out. but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see.
1: Do we restart?
0: No, we're good to go. All right, okay. yeah, so the posing. If you're just doing posing in your preps and you're neglecting it in your off-season, yeah. you're not going to make that much posing progress. You need no. to really do it in your off-season too and you're stretching and everything. Don't try to cram everything into prep. Make the progress you need to make in your off-season and not just focus on, okay, time to cut down. I'm going to do cram everything in 12 weeks. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's so much better to start in the off-season, to keep practicing, keep making sure you're on top of your stretch. Stretching it, is so, so important in the off-season. It's crazy because I always refer that to an obese person. An obese person, their mobility is not the same. It's harder to get up the stairs. They're not as flexible as someone who has, who's smaller, right? In the off season, obviously no one is obese, but you carry more weight. So it's harder to actually move around. It is, I experienced It's it.
0: harder to do vacuums, harder to do stretching. It is yes. harder to pose in the off season. Everything
1: is. is harder, but if you start there, once it's hard, it's just gonna get easier once you're gonna be able to, once you're gonna lean down Yeah, no, I think it's key to practice, to keep practicing your posing, to keep stretching, to keep doing your vacuums because, like I said, being down, it's just going to get easier. So, yeah, it's key.
0: And the next question is, how would you handle someone who gains too much after a show, 20 to 30, 40 pounds? And that goes into the reverse dieting thing. So, let's just say you, you don't follow your reverse diet and you really have a bad binging episode after the... Your competition and you stop your cardio you stop your training and you stop your pds and you gain 30 pounds in three weeks what do you do mm-hmm. if you try to crash diet and you try to reverse the damage you did by reducing your calories down to 900 and doing three hours of cardio you're going to dig yourself into a deeper hole mm-hmm. you need to accept what you've done you need to accept the weight that you've gained and your goal needs to be switched to being flawless on a diet so that means let's say your reverse diet was 400 calories even if you gain 30 pounds get back on the 400 calories don't try to go to 900 get back on the 400 calories do a reasonable amount of cardio maybe 30 minutes and just be consistent and then eventually your metabolism is going to start catching up yeah and you're going to start losing weight and start getting back into a good rhythm if you try to do these yo-yoing while you gain 30, so you got to lose 30 back fast, it's never going to happen. It's so unhealthy. You need to, it's so unhealthy and you're going to have to put back in PDs, you're going to have to do all these things, you don't want to do that. You want to just get back onto a strict plan, get back to, into the rhythm, do your cardio, do your training as you were, stop your cheat meals, right, and get back into a place where you're able to get your metabolism back on track and then you could eventually start increasing food and your weight's going to start coming down slowly. but. Don't do the ego dieting, don't try to do damage control and do the complete opposite of binging, which is starving yourself completely. You're not going to win that battle. You're digging yourself into a deeper hole and you're going to end up getting more weight because you're going to do more damage your metabolism and you're going to binge again and don't do that. So you need to accept the damage you've done, get back on a structured plan and be accountable with your coach. If you gain 30 pounds and you think you're going to fix it by yourself, you're not. It's going to be worse. You're going to get into a deeper hole. Let's say an athlete does a competition and I send the reverse diet the night of the show or the Sunday morning and they don't check check in with me for a week and they don't check in with me for two weeks, something's bad. Something happened and they gain tons of weight and they don't want to tell you and they're trying to fix it themselves before they send a check-in. That never works. They're going to send a check-in three, four, five weeks later and it's going to be a disaster. Even if you screwed up and you gained 10 pounds in three days or 15 pounds, send a check-in, make that your starting point. Don't try to fix it yourself. Let your coach help you. If you try to fix it yourself, you're going to do more damage to yourself. 100% of the time I've seen this. I see athletes, oh, I'll just check in oh, in four days once the water drops. No, the worst thing you could do is ignore your coach and thinking you're going to fix it yourself because you're embarrassed. It's not going to work. Let your coach know they want the best for you. They want to see you healthy, right? And they're going to help you get to back to where you need to be. Yeah. Don't try to work against your coach. Don't try to Fix things yourself. It's not going to work. You're going to make the situation worse every single time.
1: You have a coach for a reason. Yes.
0: Getting 50 pounds, like, listen, I get 50 pounds. I'm sorry. I'm ready to get back on track. I'm going to follow this diet. I'm going to check in on time. Yeah. That's the best way to fix the situation. Good. Pros competing in easy shows to qualify or winning and doing another show. What do you think?
1: It's fine. I just don't agree when... Pros wait for the list to come out before jumping into a show. Mm-hmm. That I find it's, it's not good. You, you look at like your, your other competitors and if you're like, Oh, I'm sure I can beat all these girls. Then you jump into the show. Nah, it shouldn't work that. It should be the list comes out and that's it. You can't even register to the show anymore. I think they should put it at this new rule to not just jump into random shows depending on who's competing and who's not. For easier shows, I mean... Listen, everyone is different. We spoke at the beginning of the podcast, there's girls that compete at the Olympia just because they want to compete at the Olympia. Then there's other girls that compete at the Olympia because they want to do good and they want to be at least top 10, top 15. If your goal is just to compete and to show up and say, check, I went to the Olympia, then to do a easy show, it's fine. If your goal is just to get there, it's completely fine. But if your goal is to actually win, don't qualify doing a easy show because your chances of winning the olympia or placing top 10 is very low
0: so it depends there's obviously ashley uh, does a lot who. of shows yeah ashley does a lot of shows i mean she does it to try to get the numbers up and win she as many pro it. shows she yeah. does so um to me i think winning she already won the olympia three times but i think winning the olympia again would be mean more than winning 30 random pro shows
1: but apparently not for her
0: no, exactly. Not for her. I've seen yeah. one of her podcasts. She said that she loves to compete and she's not going to put all her eggs in one basket and try to win the Olympia when she can make a lot more money and sponsorship money from winning all these shows. So if she wants to do it, that's no problem. I have no. Honestly, it's better because there's a lot less <laughs> girls qualifying to Olympia. We would have like 70 girls at the show. It would have been a nightmare. Yeah. So it was less this year than last year. Not by many, but it's still better. I think there should be like 25, 30 girls at Olympia. I think, Honestly, there's, too, I think yeah. there's too many or still.
1: It should be more prestigious it is prestigious already because you're the top in the world but there was 40
0: 48 girls there's 48 too many girls. shows overseas and stuff too and a lot of the all the european competitors don't do good in these shows it's so rare that was one. there any in the top 15 that were from overseas the caliber over there's a lot lower maybe yeah. you have less shows and even less shows in the states there's a lot of shows there's
1: i think now though no because that's just the rule of top five did you see top five now before i think it's only top three yeah now it's just top three that qualifies for the olympia next year Mm -hmm. but it used to be top five Mm -hmm. now i'm not
0: sure if for the uh, the bikini was top five Isa already won the olympia so she doesn't need to requalify
1: oh it goes that yeah
0: but uh, if you win the olympia once you don't need to requalify but she's gonna do another show before the olympia obviously so we can get more feedback yeah and yeah, as far as the athletes joining in shows after the list is already out, there's three girls I know that do this all the time. And it sucks. And it's they, wait, they post the list on Monday usually. And they literally, they'll see the list. Let's say there's a couple of shows that weekend, right? They'll, they'll see the list and then they'll go to the show that's easier. Yeah. And I've literally seen girls do this before. There's three shows in one weekend. And they'll book three different hotels, wait for their flight. And then cancel the two hotels because it's still before the deadline Stop. and go to the easier show. I know it's ridiculous. It's like literally a strategy that they do. And if it's you- like almost cheating. If you, cheating. yeah, you, and I actually, I called Tyler about this last year and I was, listen, girls are doing this and he's, yeah, i heard men's physique athletes are doing it too. And what I tried to explain was that there's, when you guys sign a contract, there's a thing that says it's up to the promoter. If they want to charge you a penalty of $500 or something, if you sign up late. But there's never been a promoter once that told an athlete that they can't do the show or yeah. they have to pay the fee. But what they should do is enforce the fee. If you sign up late to the show, you have to pay the $500. So let's right. say yes, yeah, so make them, the athletes have to pay that fee because there's no one that should ever have to pay anyways. You have so much time to sign for a show. Why would you sign up three days before? You literally just have to send a contract and it takes two seconds to do. There's, if you're late, it's because you're unreliable and you're unorganized. What's the limit? you can literally sign up one day before there's nothing yeah, it's ridiculous doesn't make sense. yeah it doesn't make any sense it's cheating yeah it's not fair and it's not fair for the athletes to actually sign their contract on time and i wish that they would enforce a rule where you can't do that because it's not fair and it's not fair for the athletes that just go in blind which everyone should and not choose a show based on who's competing and gives you an advantage it's not and if you do that you suck i'm sorry if you're an athlete that's doing this you're lame. You know that you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And, it's not right. I mean, you think a top Olympia girl is doing this? No, they're not. It's sad. You yeah. Know? So don't do this. It's not cool. And I told him, and he's, yeah, we're going to look into it. And if I see any athlete continuously doing this, then maybe we'll talk to them. But there needs to be a strict rule that's set in place where people can't do this. He said it happens a lot in bikini and a lot in men's physique. So yeah. there's obviously a problem that needs to be resolved. Yeah. So we'll see. I saw it less this year than last year. Last year was terrible. Last year was happening a lot. Girls don't even even on the list and they literally show up to registration on the Friday and they're like, oh, by the way, I'm competing. And then they win because they know it's an easier show. What the fuck? Mm. Hey, this question actually asks a lot. I have someone asked, can loose skin and stretch marks worsen placings? Mm. And yeah, definitely. It's an aesthetic sport. A lot of women either if you have a tummy tuck or usually a c-section in line you can cover with a bikini yeah but it's an aesthetic sport if you have extreme weight loss and you have loose skin around your glutes or your stomach whatever of course it can affect your placing and even though it's not your fault it's not your fault either that someone has better genetics than you or has better genetic glutes or waist or whatever it's just your structure and how you are and that's but that's the criteria of the sport right you want to play basketball i'm sorry you're four feet tall it's not your fault but (laughs) The person with 70 is gonna have an advantage right they're just born that way
1: i'm so sorry
0: i'm sorry about (laughs) it i'm sorry you're short but you know so it's yeah oh but it's not my fault yeah but the sport is literally an aesthetic sport and nothing else they don't care about how strong you are they don't care about all these other attributes they care about how you look on stage on that day and you have to have nice skin, good complexion. She needs to be tight. You can't have saggy glutes. You can not have
1: tattoos. Tattoos affect a lot, too.
0: They say they don't, but they do. Maureen has it, but it's on the side that you don't see. Yeah, so
1: This is small. Yeah, if about you don't see, like, yeah, the yeah, it doesn't
0: help. It really doesn't help at all. And yeah, that's something you can control. If you have tons yeah. of tattoos, that was your decision. But yeah. either way, there's these little things. Yeah, if you look at the top girls, does Amy have a tattoo or no? Is it on her yeah, front pole does. side or no? She does Is it on her front pole. pole side?
1: No, I think she's. Other side? Yeah. That's
0: not as bad then. But if you have to have a f- visible sleeve or sure, on your leg, like, that you can see in your front pose and your back pose, it's gonna hurt you. It just is. It's just yeah. There's no top Olympians that have that super visible, and it's just part of the sport. It's for
1: guys too. If they have yeah. tattoos, it's gonna be half a sleeve. Or you, yeah. That's you okay. See, you, if you're you covering your whole. Don't see top Olympians with two sleeves. You
0: don't. Yeah, you're not gonna cover your full back with tattoos either. You're done, no. or your chest, or whatever. So, yeah. Andre, I think Andrew Ferguson has his chest done, but he's black, so it doesn't really it see doesn't on stage. Show, but yeah. if you're If anything hides your muscle definition or your roundness or takes away from your physique or is distracting or your skin's not tight, it's going to affect your placing because it's an aesthetic sport. That's just what it is. And there's no, it's not, there's no creams that are going to help your skin tightening and stuff too. You need surgery to get it removed. Mm -hmm. But Then if there's bad scars and it could affect you, or it's very hard to make, let's say, let's say you're six years old, saggy skin on your bum or your hamstrings, those surgeries are going to make it perfect. They can make it as good as they can. But also as you lean down, right, you're going to have less volume in your under the skin, because you're you're taking the fat away, so your skin's gonna be looser than it was. Yeah, that's, I hope that answers that question, and uh, I think this is gonna be Finish the off. conclusion of podcast number eight. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any questions, let me know. Yeah, I write uh,
1: down some ideas of questions we can talk about.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to be headed to the Bahamas on Thursday this week and then I'm going to Fort Lauderdale show so if you're around you can come say hi to me at the show. But had a great week at the Olympia, it was super fun. I'm happy to see so many of you and you came to say hi to me and yeah it was a really enjoyable week. I think definitely my favorite Olympia ever I would say as far. Last year was pretty fun too but it was a lot harder oh, because I had 10 girls, it's a lot of work, it's very stressful and but this year was a lot more chill. I could hang around a little bit more and enjoy a little bit more and I yeah, actually we got... went to Disney. Yeah, for one day, but that was yeah. that was yeah.
1: It was whatever. Yeah,
0: I did, I did too many steps. I walked too much. It was lost th- weight. Yeah, I got skinny. I lost three. I did like three months worth of walking that day. It Was relax. Like Forty million <laughs> thousand steps.
1: Forty million thousand steps.
0: Anyways, uh, this ends podcast number eight, and I hope you guys have a great day. We will be back for podcast number nine very soon. Bye, guys.